0: Like I was saying, it's FTX. It's a safe and easy way to get into crypto. Eh, I don't think so. And I'm never wrong about this stuff. Never.
1: Welcome back to Inside Four Walls. I am, of course, your host, James Madison. And we go into another major scandal. Now, personally, between you and me, I'm tired of living through major world events. But, you know, it is what it is. FTX collapse could see crypto sector layoffs accelerate. Now we've seen a major, major loss for Silicon Valley as Facebook's having to lay off people, Netflix is laying off people, Hulu's laying off people, Twitter fired a bunch of people. Silicon Valley is having a real rough go of things right now. So we have a couple articles to get into. One article is going to be its own thing. So let's get into it. Crypto recruitment uh, specialist warns. Of an acceleration in layoffs in the coming months, the fall of crypto exchange, FTX, and potential resulting uh, contagion could lead to acceleration of crypto companies' layoffs as of November 13th. The crypto space has seen 4,695 employees let go in 2022 so far. Well, I mean, the year's almost over, my friend. So we go down here. See the article here? High factuality. Only article talking about this in the center. The rest of them are left and far left with low factuality. So we're going to go with the one center high factuality article from three hours ago. FTX collapse could see crypto sectors layoff accelerates. While the impact of FTX's collapse is still unfolding, some have already warned of an increase in layoffs to come, quote, in months to follow. Now we have a, a little video here. Let's see what it's all about. FTX collapse. could. Uh, yeah, nah. I can remote an article, Robot, but thank you very much. The fall of crypto exchange FTX and potential resulting uh, contagion could lead to an acceleration in crypto company layoffs in the coming months, recruitment specialist Warren. A November 14th report from crypto data aggregator platform CoinGecko found that as of November thirteenth, the crypto space has seen four thousand six hundred and ninety-five employees let go in twenty twenty two so far, presenting four percent of staff cuts across the technology startups. That's in quotes by the way. However, the authors of the report warn that crypto layoffs could increase the in, the sorry, could increase in the coming months when the space Full impact of FTX's sudden collapse takes effect. quote, With the collapse of FTX since November second, and its full impact on the cryptocurrency space still unfolding, further cryptocurrency layoffs may occur in the months to follow. Oh yeah, this is definitely shake confidence in the long run, but that's good because like, president go down, I'm gonna buy that bitch up real nicely. Speaking to Coin Telegraph. Coin recruit founder Neil Dundon argues that while FTX's event will cause some layoffs, it hasn't changed the broader trend that crypto recruitment follows the crypto prices. Quote, layoffs have been consistent, uh, have been consistent, effectively following the same trend as crypto prices. FTX hasn't changed that broader trend. Albeit a tragic event, he said, yeah, I love how we're not mentioning the glaring issue with this whole FTX thing. It's not like it just went out of business. Oh, God, no. It is so much deeper than that. Quote, there will be layoffs because of it, but that will be present opportunities for good projects to scoop up good talent, which are Collecting which we are collecting. Kevin Gibson, the founder of recruitment firm Proof of Search, was less optimistic, sharing that he had one candidate that was due to start employment today, but his offer, quote, pulled during the first call with the company. Quote, Gibson said it was hard to comment on how the FTX collapse will shake out as it's, quote, changing daily. Yeah, this is currently breaking and unfolding. Homie, it's already been arrested, released, and is in the fucking tropics chilling, playing Call of Duty. No joke. Well, glowy bastard. Now, <clears throat> Gibson said it was hard to comment on FTX's collapse will shake up, will shake out as it's changing daily, but said his His candidate's experience, quote, will not be an isolated incident. Companies across the crypto sector have already undergone a number of layoffs. Throughout the year, as a result of the market downturn, among the most recent staff cuts in the industry include payment payment processor Stripe's layoff of 1,000 employees, Flow blockchain developer Dapper Labs, 22% 22% cut and the venture capital firm Digital Currency Group's 10% layoff, all layoffs, took took effect in early November. Digital asset focused investment firm Galaxy Digital also reported to be eyeing a 20% cut on November 1st. Coinbase mm, Coinbase is an interesting app. Uh, I've heard so much good and bad things about it. Usually from the user base, I hear good things, but from behind the scenes, like, you know, software, I've heard sketchy things, but I'm not educated enough to really know. Coinbase is understood to have cut another 60 staff on November. So it's be 60% or 60 members of staff. That's not very clear. It's 60, another 60 staff. So I'm going to assume that's percent on November 10th, according to Yahoo Finance. The latest CoinGecko report follows an early November 4th report which looked into into sites most impacted by cryptocurrency layoffs as the top of the list was San Francisco, home to Silicon Valley, one of the world's largest technology and innovation hubs, which is collapsing which was followed by Dubai, New York City, and Singapore. And that is the end of that article. Now we're going to hop over here. You see this article here? FTS officials in contact with U.S. regulators. Just hop right into that article here. You can see we're over here at Reuters. Scroll down. There's only two choices. Axios or Reuters. So I'm going to go with uh, well, Channel Asia, Channel News Asia, but I'm going to go with Reuters. It's a three-minute read, published November fifteenth, which is just now today at 1.50 a.m. Now this isn't really going. This episode isn't really going to go into the whole corruption thing. This is more specifically a market report and update on how this whole thing is in the foreground, affecting the market. Don't worry. I'm going to get on an episode all about the real shady corruption between FTX's ties to the Democrat Party, its founder, its founder's parents' connection to the super PACs, the Democrat firms, and the funding of that, as well as money laundering through Ukraine and cryptocurrency funneling. That is just not going to be in this episode. I am sorry, folks. But again, that is coming in an episode, I promise. FTX bankruptcy filings, in French, Central Bank Wants Quick Regulations, published in Reuters, November 15th, 2022, one fifty a.m., last updated two hours ago, it is 3.52 a.m., as of the time of reading, by Akriti Sharama and Daniel Lusink, Lusink. November 15th, Reuters. Collapsed crypto exchange FTX outlined a severe liquidity crisis. Liquidity, liquidity, accents. Inofficial bankruptcy filings released on Tuesday as regulators opened probes and called the faster implementation of rules for the Hamstrung Industry FTX filings to the US Bankruptcy Court said it was in contact with a financial right re- with financial regulators and had appointed five new independent directors at each of its main companies including Almeida Research FTX founder and former chief executive Sam Bankman-Fried said he expanded his business too fast and and failed to notice signs of trouble at the exchange, whose downfall sent shockwaves throughout the crypto industry. The New York Times reported late on Monday, quote, FTX faced a severe liquidity crisis that necessitated the filings of these cases on an emergency basis last Friday, the court filing stated, questions arose about Mr. Bankman's leadership and the handling of FTX's complex array of assets and business under his direction. FTX also confirmed that it had responded to a cyber attack on November 11th after saying on Saturday, it has seen, quote, unauthorized transactions on its platform. Now, I'm going to say this right now. Come back later. There will be an episode that goes more into this. Again, that episode is just going to be a big bite to chew off. I have to be at work in, like, seven hours. i got a lot to do, so I'm going to... This is going to be one episode, and then all this is going to be another episode by itself. But it's looking more and more like Bankman himself is the person who hacked or unauthorized entered the system and took money out of it. Again, that is alleged. This is an unfolding story, and nothing is currently set in stone narrative-wise. But there is a lot of shady shit coming out about this right now, as I report currently. It filed for bankruptcy protection on Friday. Sorry. In one of the highest-profile crypto blowouts ever, Frenzied trader ever after. Frenzied traders withdrew six billion from the platform in just seventy-two hours, and a rival exchange, Binance, abandoned a rescue deal. The implosion of FTX, once a darling of the crypto industry with thirty-two billion of valuation as of January has spurred investigations by the U.S. Justice Department and Securities and Exchange Commission, SEC, and the Commodity Features Trading Commission, CFTC, a source with with knowledge of the investigation, told Reuters. Crypto industry peers and partners have been quick to distance themselves from FTX, including the World Economic Forum, again, Another episode coming up after this one. Pardon me. It distance themselves from FTX, or proclaim sound financials, while Bitcoin, with losses of 19% this month, and other tokens have suffered. The fallout has so far been limited to crypto exchanges and traders. But is featuring in mainstream policy discussions as well. Well, there's a lot of people who have their entire livelihood robbed out from underneath them. No, so that's not being mentioned. But okay, French central bank governor uh, François Villeroy Valo- de Gala in in a speech in Tokyo, <laughs> wow, called for a global regulatory response to financial uncertainty caused by the crypto market quote let me stress that this uncertainty is why we need to regulate strongly and quickly crypto assets internationally he said quote the last episodes show us that we cannot allow for a second crypto winter to still add to uncertainty and financial instability on uh, end quote on monday officials from the u.s federal reserve ugh, and a legislator calls for crypto finance to come under greater regulatory scrutiny. Mm. The filing, the Delaware Bankruptcy Court ruled that the relief requested by FTX was in the best interest of the debaters, creditors, and all parties. FTX's filing stated the, quote, debtors, chapter one, case are complex, consisting ...of over 100 debater uh, ent- entities and involving non-traditional assets, end quote. FTX has engaged Alvarez and Marshall as financial advisors. The firm said it has been in contact with the U.S. Attorney's Office, SEC, CFTC, and dozens of federal, state, and international regulatory agents over the past 72 hours... FTX has appointed five independent directors at its various units to ensure proper corporate governance during its bankruptcy. Lawyers for the company said in a filing, former U.S. District Judge Joseph uh, Fernand and Matthew Duany will oversee FTX trading. Mitchell Sunken was appointed as director of West Realm Shires, Matthew Rosenberg, eh, we know that name here, at Albina Research, and Rishi Jane of Clifton Bay Investments, according to the filing. You can look in this article here. Let's see. Now, since we're running a little bit ahead of schedule, let me give you a brief look and who this n- mysterious bankman character is that ran this crypto firm. We hop over here to News po- to the New York Post by an article by Miranda Devine. Cryptocurrency billionaires, billionaire broke the bank for Dems by Miranda Devine, November fourteenth, twenty 2022 at 12.56 a.m. We have a video here with Tucker Carlson. Let's watch this and get right into the article afterwards.
0: Bankman-Fried who actually goes by now now take this guy Sam Bankman-Fried who actually goes by SBF in the crypto world so let's call him SBF the interesting thing here is he actually bought protection he played the old Goldman Sachs pre-2008 game you'll remember this Goldman Sachs paid for a lot of protection from the government to pay out it's like an insurance policy when it matters most when the 2008 financial crisis hit that's why Goldman Sachs got bailed out while Lehman Brothers didn't. Well, SBF appears to be playing a really similar game. He's a top donor to the Democratic Party, even as his exchange was going bust. Yet, there's one small nuance to this, Tucker. I think they might actually go after him and punish him anyway. And here's the funny part, not a lot of people know. He actually had pledged up to a billion dollars in donations this cycle and next so there were actually a lot of Democrats upset with him that he only gave 30 to 40 million. So if they do go after him, it's because he didn't buy the gold-plated insurance policy. He just stopped at the cheap version of the insurance policy instead. And so if he is indicted, or if he does get in trouble, that'll be one of the lessons of the story for future crony capitalists is pay up for full freight or else you're going to get in trouble. I-
1: all right, moving on. Amid all the jubilation and gloating by Joe Biden... Chuck Schumer and pals over the Democrats better than expected showing in the midterms comes a disturbing story that may explain something about how they won such a curious election. Now, again, they didn't win. They did not win the election. The Democrats, I repeat, the Democrats did not win the election. Not that it's particularly weird, but I just want to note it is 4.02 a.m. Tuesday November 15th, 2022, and I go over here to click the U.S. House. Oh, never mind. It works. It works. For a brief second, it didn't work. Okay, so let's look at the numbers. Right? How did the Democrats win? They didn't. Look, we won the U.S. Senate. We won the House elections. And we got the governors. Now, sure, we didn't get the big major blowout we were promised Or even historically expected. But there was a lot of things that went on. Machines were being shut down. Poll firms were kicking people out. There were ballot boxes brought out. Including machines running out of paper. And people being told they had to write their shit down on a little piece of paper. And drop it in a ballot box. That happened all the way from Maricopa County to Maine to Pennsylvania and Philadelphia. We saw a series of very weird events that happened. And we covered that on... Pardon me, I'm so sorry about that. We covered that on an episode we filmed the day of the elections on November 8th. But don't let anybody sit here and tell you that was my chair, I swear to God, it was my chair. But don't let anybody sit here and tell you that the Democrats won the midterms. They didn't. By all counts and measures, we met what we had to do. Okay, look, we're waiting for one more. That's going to be Alaska. Right? It's going to be Alaska. Boom. And with Georgia being a runoff. Who knows? We might see Georgia fucking go Republican, and if that's the case, we got it in the bag. 51 that have have the Senate majority. And we're likely to get that. People are predicting that uh, Herschel Walker's going to (laughs) win. And you look over here at the U.S. House of Representatives. Red blowout. Scooch on over to the governors. We got 25 seats to the Democrats 24. Again, waiting for this to be called, right? Waiting for this to be called for governor. Now, they called it for Katie Hobbs. Oh, well, we will see how this unfolds. I'm sure there's going to be some sort of uh, newsworthy story with Carrie Lake's response to that. But again, let's get back to the article. It's just... They didn't win. The Democrats lost the midterms. I don't understand how that narrative has become so prominent that even people like Stephen Crowder and Mark Dice and a lot of voices on the right are sitting here whining about a completely lost midterm, including Matt Walsh and Ben Shapiro. You guys are a bunch of sore fucking winners. You won the midterms. It just wasn't the fucking red wave bloodbath you expected. Suck it up, you fucking wusses. You won. Boo fucking who. You cry baby bitches. Only the Republicans could cry about victory, and only the Democrats could celebrate being fucking losers. It's such a fascinating dichotomy between these two brain-dead sets of voters. But, whatever, they're easily manipulated, except for the ones that actually do their own research, and I don't mean by that by watching shows like mine, but by actually reading the articles themselves. Maybe they watch somebody like Crowder or they watch somebody like me, and they're like, is that accurate? And they go to double-check it. Those are the informed voters we need more of. Shout out if you're like that. If you're not like that, be like that. Biden's second biggest donor, cryptocurrency billionaire, Wonderkind, Wonderkind, Sam Bankman-Fried, a.k.a. SBF, Saw his business file for bankruptcy days after the election, but not before pumping forty million into the Democratic Party to spend on quote, "get out the vote," which is a very shady fucking team, and other shadowy ballot harvesting me- me- uh, mechanics for midterms. Something like thirty-nine states; it's legal. You don't like it? You got to pass the po- you got to pass policies that get rid of it. The shambolic 30 year old whiz kid, shambolic, I like that, once said to have been worth 16 billion, had spent 10 million helping get Biden elected in 2020. SBF's mother, oh, we're getting to that already? Stanford law professor Barbara Fried also co founded. Sorry about that head sneeze. SBF's mother, Stanford law professor Barbara Fried, also is co-founder of left-wing political action committee mind the gap which has raised a reported 140 million to help get democrats to help democrats win elections through the same quote get out the vote grift a more likely billion, a more unlikely billionaire you could not find and of course his money was built on thin air a math genius with poor social skills, SBF reportedly lived in a polycule. <clears throat> Meaning, he was a fucking cuck who watched somebody fuck a chick he couldn't hit it with. <laughs> Kick, A polyamorous relationship with multiple people in a luxurious penthouse with about... Ten. So he was sitting there paying the rent for a bunch of people to plow some chick in front of him while he... uh. You know, he wanked the fucking stock exchange, you know what I mean? Depositing that uh, Dow Jones. Maybe he used a little SP. I'm going to stop here. Sorry. A polyamorous relationship with multiple people in a luxurious penthouse with about 10 co-workers in the tax haven of Bahamas, where his collapsed crypto exchange FTX was headquartered. Um, First off, when you say polycule, a polyamorous relationship with multiple people, you'll need to say polyamorous and multiple people. It's a bit redundant. Otherwise, he was sleeping on beanbags in his office, eating vegan fries. Of course, the cuck who watches multiple dudes plow his girlfriend, who deals in shady shitcoin, is a vegan. Ugh. Heck. According to his own Twitter feed, popping uh apo- popping and sleeping pills to or a feed of sorry, a feed of and sleeping pills to regulate his chaotic sleeping habits. Now Reuters is reporting that between one billion and two billion of customer funds have vanished from FTX's. Conveniently after the Democrats safely spent his money. Mm. At last report, SBF and his mysterious co founder Gary Wang, I'm assuming Justin Wang's brother, joke, were being held quote under supervision by Bohemian authorities after reportedly planning to flee to Dubai according to FinTech publication Cointelegraph. It was a stunning fall to earth. This guy's like a really shitty John McAfee wannabe. <clears throat> I'm just saying, the financial media and big investors have feted the young billionaire as a saint who shunned earthly pleasures like Lamborghinis and Rolexes, but lived only to give away all of his money and make the world a better place. Oh. He was the most famous he was the most famous millennial. Adherent of a cult known as effective altruism, which originated at Oxford University, found fertile ground in Silicon Valley and now has gone down in flames along with him. EA is a disguise is a disguise from a socialist is a disguised form of socialism because all of the quote good that is done just happens to match up perfectly with the left's obsession whether climate change, social justice, equality, banning meat, or his favorite, pandemic preparedness, pre-preparedness, my apologies. In a Nas Daily Online video, an awkward Bankman Fried was featured this year as a role model of altruism for young people. Quote, Sam is not a traditional billionaire because he believes in in the concept of earn to give. Next decade, he will probably give away more than $10 million. He wants to get rich in order to impact the world and change it. Oof. Sure. SBF certainly impacted the midterms, funneling his millions into the Democrat National Committee, DNC, and Democrat-friendly PACs such as Protect Our Future and Guarding Against Pandemics. Huh. He donated to committees aligned with Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer to help Democrats win races. He lavished his largesse on pro-crypto-Democrats, like New York Senator Kristen Gilbrand, who was sponsoring a bill to lock the Securities and Exchange Commission out of regulating the crypto market, which in general I agree is a good thing the government shouldn't be regulating cryptocurrency. He also visited the White House, meeting with top Biden advisor Steve Ricchetti on April 22nd and May 12th, according to the Washington Free Beacon. No wonder the Biden administration has been weak on regulating the crypto market. It was the goose that laid the golden egg. Meanwhile, the media messaged, massaged his profile. Both Forbes and Fortune had him on the cover, quote the next Warren Buffett. As fortune, never mind. That the actual Warren Buffett consistently ripped SBF's <laughs> ripped SBF's product, cryptocurrency, as worthless. Quote, Yeah, actually, I'm one of those people that subscribes to investing like Warren Buffett. Even though I know that most of that investing is handled by Bill Gates. You know they have the insider information, so they're going to invest to help themselves. So you might as well follow along and watch out for when they're short, st- short selling. Quote, and that's not advice, it's just you know, whatever legal thing I have to say here to not get in trouble, quote. It draws in a lot of charlatans, said Buffett, quote, Dude, you work for you work with Bill Gates. Anyway, quote, where people who are less than stellar character see an opportunity to clip people who are trying to get rich because their neighbor is getting rich buying this stuff, that neither one of them understand. It will come to a bad end. But what would he know? SBF appeared with Bill Clinton and Tony Blair. Ooh, Little St. James Island VIP guests at the International Crypto Summit with Tom Brady in glitzy TV ads and social media videos. Larry David. Oh, that sucks. I was just talking about him on the show the other day, too. Larry David did a big Super Bowl ad for FTX, all designed to trick unsuspecting Americans into losing their shirts on what was quite simply a Ponzi scheme. Quote, I'm all in, are you? said the celebrities. Another altruistic virtue by SBF was having FTX ba- back, a cryptocurrency donation website launched by, U- by the Ukraine government. There wasn't a woke cause he didn't hit. The sinister neo-socialist at the World Economic Forum, WEF, loved SBF so much they made FTX a corporate partner, but that page on the WEF website has vanished in the last 48 hours, leaving an error message. Venture capital firm Sequoia, ooh, was a big backer, investing over $200 million in SBF, a lot of which he then invested back into Sequoia whose chairman and managing partner, Michael Mortiz, is a big donor to the Dems as well as to anti-Trump hate groups, The Lincoln Project, a money-laundering group of pedophiles. And I say that because multiple members and high-ranking parts in the administration roles in The Lincoln Project have been arrested for CP and child prawn distribution and uh, (laughs) making of such material. And reportedly is a neighbor of Nancy Pelosi in San Francisco. Is he at that news colony across the street with the little pride flag? Six weeks ago, Sequoia hired a freelance writer, Adam Fisher, to write a puff piece on SBF depicting him as the future trillionaire. I don't know how I know. I just do. SBF is a winner. I couldn't shake the feeling that this guy is actually a self, is actually as selfless as he claims to be. The article, which was repla- which was replaced on Sequoia's website over the weekend with a somber note to investors, described how FBF wowed Sequoia's partners into giving him one billion during a Zoom meeting, throughout which he played multiplayer online video games, League of Legend. Quote, "I love this founder," typed one partner. "I am a 10 out of 10," pinged another. "Yes," exclaimed a third. "9 out of 10, 9 out of 10 dentist approved." Fisher and also, just so you know, uh people like Mark David or uh, sorry, uh, Mark Cuban and uh, Dennis uh, Kevin O'Leary also invested in this in ShieldFort as well too. Now, those people are notably for being very stodgy about their investing capabilities. So there's something weird about that one. Fisher visited Bankman fried in the Bahamas, describing a man who does not make eye contact, plays video games all day, and is constantly plugged into his computer with a headset. All of his meetings are by Zoom, with people in the same room. The author concludes that FTX founder is a neurodiverse, ugh, but not spectrum Y or Asperger Y. SBF says he has some ADD and never had, and never has read a book. As information should be in quote a six-paragraph blog post a.k.a. my attention span is dog shit. The article describes Bankman frieds recruitment into the EA cult when he was a young man at MIT as being, quote, nerd sniped. Ugh. This dude's all about the cape shit, I guarantee it. Which is, quote, the practice of attracting brain power by presenting problems as puzzles. In other words, SBF, analytical IQ... And social uh, ineptitude made him a prime recruit for the cause of hijacking capitalism to divert money to left-wing causes like Greta Thunberg. How dare you? How dare you? The teenage co evangelist the sorry—the the teenage eco-evangelist SBF was manipulated into serving a useful purpose: the patsy. In his case, it was money made from nothing that arrived in the Democratic coffers at exactly the right time. The very least the Democrat Party should do is refund the $40 million to the people who were ripped off by the crypto benefactor. And that is the end of this article and the end of this episode of Inside Four Walls. Now, please come back at four... Uh, come back at... Three, I'm so sorry, come back at three for a new episode where we go a lot deeper into Bankman's connections to the DNC and Ukraine and everything playing out behind the scenes in a much more icky fashion in a way that many mainstream outlets were... And are refusing to cover. That being said, this has been Inside Four Walls with your host, James Madison. Please like, share, comment, subscribe. Stay tuned. We are bringing you as much new information as we can as fast as possible, as many times a day as possible. Including on Bitch and Rumble, there will be a new meme series uh, a YLYL, you laugh, you lose series where all the memes and content is sourced directly from 4chan's gift board. Directly from the, you laugh, you lose, boards, threads over there. Uh, And it's on Bitch Shooting and Rumble because, again, a lot more edgy humor and, you know, not safe for work humor are going to be in these videos. Because we need to start making the jokes and the memes funny again. There's a power in memes. It's time we harnessed it. That being said, I will catch you guys later. Oh, tune in at 8 o'clock for another ChairCast episode.
0: Alright, I'm out. Peace.